0: Okay, girls, we're currently battling the elements because we have some surround sound difficulties. Yeah. As you can hear, Adam is, oh my gosh, making himself known. He's having a tantrum. Let's just call it what it is. As are our neighbors to the north. Another <laughs> tantrum. So, but this is this is our hour we have to record. So we have to get the job done. This is part of show business. Mm-hmm. And the show must go on. Oh my god, it has to. Welcome back to Cousin Time. Cameron... And Jess. Our college friends turned post-grad roommates learning to navigate the world. Join us as we reminisce on our childhoods, rationalize our Sunday scaries, and ruminate on what it means to be a girl. To be a girl. To grow up a girl. Girlhood. Let's talk about it. it. Let's talk about it. It's always a joy. Always Mm -hmm. Well, no. But it's... It's usually complex. I'll say it. It's complex, but it's so very special. Yes. And I feel like it's been on everyone's minds with the Barbie movie. Right. So this is in one part our honest review of the Barbie movie mm-hmm. and our honest review of girlhood of girlhood so sit back and we'll take you on this journey yeah um the Barbie movie i say this with no jest no irony no exaggeration the best piece of cinema i've ever ever had the joy of witnessing i i'd have to agree it it's 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 lingered you know what i mean i think about it every day and it had something for everyone like because there was A poignant message in multiple ways, Mm -hmm. but it was also funny, and the world building was good, and it was creative, and it was nostalgic. It was visually appealing. Yes. It literally had everything. I don't know how you could go and not find at least some enjoyment. And yet, there are haters. There are haters, and I don't get it. Well, I do, unfortunately. I get it. Like, it's expected, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's... Just because it's not pro-man does not mean it's anti-man.
1: And that is what we all need to realize. Not actually all of us, because we get it. We get it. But everyone else who doesn't get it just because it's not pro-man does not mean it's anti-man. And
0: just because, actually more importantly, just because it's pro-woman, it does not mean it's anti-man. You okay. said it. You I had, had to say, say it. it. I had to say
1: it. Pro-woman does not mean anti-man. Because this whole world is pro-man, anti-woman, usually. hmm But just because we're saying that, hey, we're out here, girls are out here, doesn't mean that we hate men.
0: And if, if... The worst crime that Barbie committed against men was saying, hey, don't actually come into my house and steal my property and, like, take over my town and be violent and cruel. Mm-hmm. I don't really think that's that bad. No. Sorry. Because here's the thing.
1: Ken literally took over the Barbie dream house and made it the Mojo Dojo cowboy horse house. hmm And, what, we're just all expected to say, yes,
0: sir? Yeah. Well, and the thing is, too, uh, like... Like, when it was, when the women were in charge, when it was Barbie land, Mm -hmm. they were not committing any sort of, like, violence or degradation. Mm -hmm. Is that how you say that word? Close enough. To the men. It was just that they were, like, less than interested. Yeah. And then when it was flipped, that's not how it was. And that's so real world. It's so just terrible. And that's the thing about the Barbie movie, is it's so
1: real world that it's almost, like, frustrating because you like it's it's Barbie so you think it's gonna be like some kind of different reality. Mm-hmm. And then it's like almost frustrating that the things that are happening in the movie are things that happen in the real world, but that's part of the, the
0: poignant yesness yes. of it. And no matter what, it ended with her apologizing to
1: him. Yes, and it's like I remember when we first saw it, we said, Oh man, that was a bummer but like that's what happens.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what's expected. So it's like it's the real world. Yeah. It's so and I feel like that's one of those things where, like, if you don't get it, you unfortunately just don't get it. Yeah. But it's something where girlhood gets it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: have, and I mean this, I've never consumed a piece of
0: art that made me feel so seen. Well, and, like, in, yeah, and for so long. Like, and I feel like I keep interpreting it in different ways mm-hmm. or, like, realizing a new, like analogy or metaphor for it. it was just so good. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, enjoyable. It didn't feel... Okay, it felt heavy, mm-hmm. but there was also, like, levity to it. Mm-hmm. And it was also, like, it wasn't just... It was
1: speaking on what it means to be a girl in so many, like, facets of girlhood because it was, like... Also speaking on like motherhood yes. and mother daughter relationships, and it was just so many things happening at once.
0: Like the line, the line where she's like, "Mother stand still, so daughters can look back and see how far they've come." <gasps> <gasps> yeah, that was power. That was oh my gosh, yes. And then also just girl, girl friendship relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay, like you know the moment at the end of the movie where. All the girls are partying in the Supreme Court and celebrating. And she, like, looks and she, like, takes a deep breath and then she starts celebrating. I don't know what that feeling is or, like, a moment where I felt that, but I was like, I know that feeling.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just, like, celebrating, celebrating your friends. Like, both being, like, nostalgic and, like, living in the moment at the same time. Yes. Yeah. It was powerful. And for all you haters out there who are saying it's pro-China... Watch the movie. Uh, I want to see it
0: again, but I also just want to wait for it to come to streaming so I can watch it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It was good. But it just made me nostalgic for so many, like, okay, did you see that one TikTok of three little girls, like, dancing on the floor of the movie theater as the credits rolled? It was just, it was so, like, that's it. Like, that's it. They were all dressed up in their little pink dresses, and the credits were rolling, and everyone was leaving the theater, and they were down, like, right in front of the screen just, like, frolicking and dancing and holding hands. And, like, that is so girlhood. And... I think it's so
1: fascinating, girlhood, especially, like, being a young girl. Because, like, I don't know, I think that societally, sometimes it's just, like, obviously, obviously being a girl is frowned upon. But, like, expressing femininity is sometimes frowned upon, I feel like, of, like, being, like, enjoying frolicking or enjoying wearing mm-hmm. dresses or enjoying, like, certain things is, like, s- viewed so, like, super feminine or like whatever and so there's like this pressure to either lean into
0: that all the way or like not lean into that at all but like we can be complex girls yes and well I think for so long I viewed anything feminine as like weakness because Mm. I was falling to that subliminal messages and I feel like I'm just not coming around to like it's okay to just like frolic and dance and dress up and have fun and be silly and be light yeah also when I've been seeing a lot of things about this online it's girl summer it's girl summer. There's so many things out there for us mm-hmm. because we have... Well, I'm not really in the summer I turned pretty girl, but that's out. It's Aeros tour summer. It's Barbie movie summer. I feel like there's more. It's World Cup summer. It's World Cup summer. That's girl summer. There's just so many ways to
1: celebrate being a girl this summer.
0: Well, one way we've been celebrating being a girl is watching the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about it because we've had two USA games down and... One more to go before the knockout round. And this next one's what? At like 2.30 in the morning? When is it? It's Tuesday. I can't remember if it's like Tuesday night going into Wednesday or Monday night going into Tuesday, but I need to look it up. Um, But it is at like 2 or 3 a.m. But I'll be awake and watching it. And I'm sorry the TV's right outside your door, but if you'd like to join me, you can.
1: I might just listen in. Yeah. I This last game, USA versus the Netherlands, was so intense. It was
0: so intense, and it, like there was a while where they lost me, yeah. because we weren't playing. We're, we weren't a unit.
1: No, and the thing is, is if we played the first half how we played the
0: second half, we would have won. We would have won. But, bringing it back, one thing that's girlhood, Lindsay. She When she got mad, and then she scored that goal. Power. That was so... That was a moment I'll never forget. Yeah. We have also been having our own World Cup. We bought a <gasps> soccer ball. We bought a soccer ball, and... Okay, <laughs> I've been having so much fun. We go out and we play against each other, one v one, one v one, in the field. We have a soccer game actually the night that you're listening to this, Monday night. Yeah, if you want to come out, it's mm-hmm. it's all people can talk about. Really, is our big game. Yeah, it's a ticketed event, so like, let us know if you need to get if a you ticket. We come. can comp some tickets. We can comp some tickets if you want to be in the audience, um, and it might get aggressive. It will get aggressive. We had a scrimmage preparing for our big game Thursday night, and I have some bruises. <laughs> However, I think I won the scrimmage.
1: I think you won the scrimmage, too, because I'll say it. Humility is important. You're a better soccer player than me. Thank you. Thank you. I've been working really hard. I've been training. You've been training. And yeah, I, I think that we all have our strengths and our weaknesses,
0: and soccer is one of your strengths these days. These days, I'm a soccer girl, and when the national team drafts me... I'll say I knew you. We should make, um,
1: like a... <laughs> like a video? A reel. Like a highlights reel? A highlights reel of you playing in our match <laughs> to we send in. You too.
0: Girl, they don't want me. Girl, I think I am maybe one point better than you. But it's at one point. <laughs> <laughs> that separates you from the good <laughs> to the great. Yeah. Yeah. But we should make a reel so they can see your talent <laughs> and draft you. Probably. Um... Yeah, the ways we've been playing is, like, we have just done some passing, and we've also done some drills. Like, we've drilled, like, headers and punting and things like that. But then we started doing some some footwork battles, Mm -hmm. which is where you try to just, you know, you show off your footwork. You try to navigate the ball around someone, and that's been so fun. And honestly, that's been so girlhood Mm. because... We've just this, been running and giggling. There's no, there's no way to say this without sounding like I'm making a, such a silly thing serious. But when was the last time you just played? <laughs> no, but it's so true. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we, we were literally out there playing. We're playing. We're playing in the field, and and people are watching. People are watching. <laughs> but like, sorry, but we're playing. We're playing. Like, sorry, because like they're all just like. On their walk or on their run. But we're playing. And like outside time in any
1: capacity is so good, so important. So good for
0: the soul. But when you play... There's something about playing. It's so fun. We are just giggling, kicking, getting a little mud on our (laughs) shoulders. You fell down. I fell down once. My sneakers have a grass stain. We are playing. (laughs) We're playing hard. And yeah, we're being tough.
1: I think... I think we need to... Try so many more sports now that we've <laughs> now learned. we know are athletic. Now that we know they're athletic, and now that we know what we'd love to play, mm-hmm. we need to get not football. No, that's not for me.
0: The volleyball, volleyball. You know what game I really like? Tetherball. I
1: love tetherball. We used to have a
0: tetherball in my backyard. Me too. And it was so fun. I'm really good at it. I'm ball. actually really good too. So beware. Wow. How can we get a tetherball court? We can probably fi- maybe we can find one. I bet they have one at like one of the mini beaches. Mm. That was another thing that's girlhood is we discovered a beach and so we've been tapping into our beach girl persona. Because mm-hmm. um, we forgot we lived at the beach. Yeah. But we actually we live at the beach. Right. And we can go whenever we want and, and just
1: sit and read and swim. We just went one evening. It was so easy. Well, it
0: was a little bit hard at first. But it was the first time. The first time's hard for everything. But we overcame. Mm-hmm. You overcame a lot of fears that day. Let me tell you, I that was so stressful driving. Yeah. And, oh my god, the geese. That's yeah. So first, I, we were trying to find parking, and it was so hard because it was literally rush hour, and then I had to park basically like at the first spot behind this bus stop, so all these buses were trying to come in, and I'm trying to parallel park in between these buses. It was very hard. And then, I've never seen so many geese in my life as I saw in our walk, Mm on our walkway. Mm -hmm. And I had to walk right between the hordes of them. (laughs) Yeah. But you did it. I did it. And I'm so brave. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so strong. Yeah. And you know who else is so brave and so strong is the girl in that lifeguard boat. Yes! Shout out to another, hey Barbie, Um, lifeguard Barbie. Yeah, lifeguard Barbie. basically, like, you're swimming in Lake Michigan, and so they have, like, parts of it roped off where you can swim in that area to try to, I guess, somewhat control it. And so the lifeguard's job is she has to sit in this canoe, Mm -hmm. and she has to paddle to and fro This, like, I don't know. It's probably, what, 50 feet long? I have no clue how to measure. It's, it's not... It's not too terribly large, but she's just going back and forth in her canoe for, I don't know, maybe an hour, and then they switch out lifeguards. I just know she's got to be ripped. Yeah. Yeah. She's got to be toned. Yeah. We only got yelled at once. Yeah, because we got... That, I mean, I will respect what she says. She's the authority. But I think, like, you're not supposed to go behind the canoe, and I think she drove up a little faster, because I don't remember moving. No, Now we could have drifted in the water. But, like, she's lifeguard Barbie, but we're lake Barbie. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we also have some authority. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I, su- I, su- I support her and her endeavors. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we moved when she said, girls, actually, I think she said ladies, and that was kind of offensive to me. I would have taken more offense to girls than I would have ladies, because I am a lady. <laughs> no, like, I know, and technically, like, no, we are so far gone from girls, Girl. but she could have said, young women, <laughs> do you want her to write a soliloquy for you? I just ladies was just so aging <laughs> girl we're getting up there I know I know this is 24 this is 24 you get referred to as lady ma'am madam what was that last time someone referred to as madam no I have a baby face I've never been called that yeah um some more things about girlhood I want yeah. to talk about one is putting on a show Mm. A little song and dance mm-hmm. in many ways because I I was a bit of a, of a showgirl. But in, in one particular way is convincing your parents that you have a sleepover. Yeah. When was the last time you did that? When was last time – first of all, when was the last time you had a sleepover? You should be having more sleepovers. We well, have
1: sleepovers every night. 100%. Yeah. But – I know that your cousins are, like, a lot older than you, so you didn't maybe have that... We never had cousin sleepovers. Cousinhood experience sleepover. But trying to convince your parents to let you have a sleepover with your cousins... Yeah. And putting on a little song and dance. A little <laughs>
0: song and dance. There's some power to that. Um, I feel like, yes, I've done so many song and dance for a sleepover. But the, I think the most recent time that I did a song and dance persuasion act is <laughs> <laughs> when I was, like... 11 or 12 and you know I did that that DI and one thing you could decide was whether or not your like coach came into the room with you for part of the tournament. like mm-hmm. you could say we don't want you there. we want to just be the girls. Mm-hmm. And so we put on a song and dance to, to propose to ask if our coach would come into the room with us. Um, and yeah. it was to jump on it. you know do 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 know jump. And on we it. all sit in the kitchen of my friend's house, and we did that, and then we said, will you come into the room? Wow. You, we were living in different worlds. Girl. Girl. Not you putting down girlhood.
1: I'm not putting down girlhood. I'm just appreciating a different facet of girlhood. hmm
0: Because that is just so complex to me. But, like, we should just do that. I just feel like there's so much joy in being like, how can we ask? Let's make it special. Let's make an ordinary moment special.
1: But, one thing that I will say, and we've spoken on this before, is that's not, that's not for the men. In my opinion. Because imagine mean? putting on a show to ask Chris. Oh, no,
0: like, that's girlhood.
1: Because flash mob proposal.
0: No, absolutely <laughs> not. But, like, flash mob, like, flash mob or something ordinary, like, Let's get ice cream. Let's get ice cream. If I asked you in song and dance, you would of course say yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Especially if it was like on the streets,
0: mm-hmm. kind of Glee style. It, so is was this, you asking me to do that. Um, And, but yeah, also just like putting on a show just like for your parents, you know? one thing most I, loyal audience.
1: No. One thing I know you did, which I don't think I did this as much because I didn't have as much of a crew, was forcing your siblings to
0: be in your shows. Yes. And Kanban, the Kanban, but also there was some, some sub acts. And I also feel like, um, like I remember, okay, when we moved once, they had to like pack up our one house really early. So we didn't, we each had one giant tub that we got to keep things in for like, I don't know, it felt like a month there's maybe a week. I actually have no clue how long it really was, but it felt like we were bare bones. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause we had nothing. So we had to put on our creative caps and natalie and i made like a live music video too isn't it ironic yeah by alanis morissette and we had like a scroll that moved and took you on scenery and we had spoons we held up with all you need is a knife and we had choreography and costumes and there, because, like, but there was no furniture in our, in our house, so we had this one giant empty room, and we would clock in from 9 to 5 every day rehearsing, and then we finally performed it, like, once. Like, we performed it once, and it was over. But it provided us hours of entertainment polishing that piece. You walked so TikTok could run. And that is good. hmm
1: When was the last time the Can Band went on tour?
0: Um, I think... Christmas of my 7th grade year. I think we need to bring them back. And it was in the Kanban rehearsal that I got my first period, and I think <laughs> that was really, like, the, the what really? stopped us. Like, that was girlhood to womanhood, and there's no more Kanban performances. Oh, my God. Do you remember that moment? Oh, yeah. I don't remember that moment for me. Really? No. Huh. Of it just arriving? Yeah. That's girlhood. No, that's girlhood. Have you seen the movie, Um, Are You There, God, it's Me, Margaret?, No, but you've talked about it. Have you seen it? Yeah, I watched it on the plane on my trip. Oh. Because I've been wanting to watch it. And then I I think I was, like, busy the weekend it came out, and then I kind of forgot about it. It was so good. I would recommend it. Um, But it was, yeah, it was so girlhood. Everything about it. And they they talk about getting their period there. But um, one thing they talk about, too, is, like, they had their, like, committee of these, like, four girls. It's literally just their friendship, but they call it a committee, which Mm -hmm. is so real. And then they're like, we all have to have a rule for the group. And so their rules are like, if you like someone, you have to tell us. Like, And I just, that's so, it's just, it never changes. It's timeless. No. Girlhood is girlhood is girlhood. And with that in mind,
1: like, I don't, I, I think we don't give enough credit to, like,
0: the emotional intimacy of girl friendship. Yes. And so, like, we could take this light or we could take this heavy. But. <laughs> We've taken it heavy before in a Taco Bell. <laughs> That
1: Taco Bell didn't know what was coming when we walked in those no, doors. we walked in those
0: doors when we wrote a thesis.
1: <laughs> we sat there in that Taco Bell and ripped them a new one. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. On the intricacies of... Female friendship. Female friendship. Because, and this is obviously, like, this is a generalization. Like, there are men who have friendships in these ways, and there's women who don't. Mm-hmm. But... For the most part, like, I feel like the friendships that women form with one another are so emotionally intimate. They're face-to-face friendships rather than side-by-side friendships that men have where, like, girls will go out and have, like, a three-hour-long dinner conversation. Mm-hmm. And men will go golf. And men will go golf where they don't really have to talk about much or if they do, it's they don't have to look each other in the eye or they'll go, like, watch a game. And it's just different. And I also think it's different in the way that you, like, care about your friends mm-hmm. of, like, there's a give and a take that is, like, mutually understood, that I don't know if that's... I mean, I've never been in a male-male friendship, no, so I don't know. me neither. Well, and I think, like, when I think about, like,
1: what I do to hang out with my friends, like, Diana will come over here just to sit on our couch, mm-hmm. and then we just
0: talk, just talk for hours. Yeah.
1: But I feel like men do an activity. Yeah. It's like, we get, we're going to watch the game, or we're going to go play this sport or yes. whatever which like that's good and fine and I don't want to put them down for that but like I do wonder what well I feel like maybe we could write a thesis on this too like I feel like it's it's be, like there's a, a broader um under under undertone understatement whatever that is like telling men that they can't like hang out unless there's some kind of like activity to go with yes. it like you can't just you can't just hang out and talk with your with your friend who's a boy, if you're also a boy. Right. You need to have, like,
0: a barrier. Exactly. An emotional something barrier. To, yes. I remember there were these two boys who I went to high school with who they were, like, best friends, okay? Mm-hmm. Everyone knew that they were best friends. And I found myself in the interest – they were both two years older than me, and I found myself in the interesting situation where the three of us were a carpool group. And I remember one day I was, like, waiting with one boy, waiting for the other boy to come, and I said, like, oh, yeah, like, I, like – I saw his um, dog the other day. Like, oh, what's the dog's name? And he said, oh, I don't know. And like, you've been friends with this man for ten years, inseparable, spend every minute together. You don't know his dog's name. You never—that's never come up. You've never thought to ask. Like, how do you not know these things? Yeah, I feel like I know so many details about all my friends. Yeah, so way many beyond details. their dog's name. Yeah, and just how does that not come up? And I mean, that's
1: not to say that there are men who don't have intimate. Right friendships, but like I think it's with 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 women that's maybe like almost expected of your friendships that they're going to be more emotionally intimate. And men, it's like that's wow, that's so cool that you have a friend who's you're so close to. Or it's mm, that's so weird. Maybe maybe that's more than friends because they are so close. Right? Why can't they just be friends
0: and have emotional intimacy? Why can't friendship be an intimate and committed relationship that's yeah. just not romantic? Yeah. Um. And I feel like, yeah, it comes back to hurt everyone because it hurts the men that they don't have those relationships in their life, mm-hmm. and it hurts the women that they are like judged one way or another for, not, for, for having them, mm-hmm. and if then a woman with lots of experience in these long-term, mutually beneficial, give-and-take, intimate relationships then tries to be in a romantic relationship with a man who has none of that experience that relationship is going to be foreign to both of them. I was just about to speak on that. Because if, I, I feel like,
1: yeah, if you are in a heteronormative relationship and you are expecting from your, like, friendships that you've had with women for, like, emotional intimacy, but you're with someone who just can't give that because they don't know how, you're not going to feel
0: as close to them or it's going to feel so foreign. Yeah. yeah. And I think about, like, I've, I've lived with a lot of my friends. Mm-hmm. And... There is like you take turns making dinner or like you take turns cleaning and there's even just like a general give and take of like I'm tired today, I'll do whatever. Vice versa, you know, like there's a general just like expectation of like living together in some sort of like partnership. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like then if a man were to not have that experience and then into a relationship, he would be way less equipped to be a good partner in that sense. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. Fascinating stuff. I really thought this episode was going to be like, wearing pink <laughs> and putting on dances. We've taken but it. But we've really said,
1: patriarchy. Yeah. And bringing it all back, that's what the Barbie movie was about.
0: Disguised as. Yeah.
1: Well, it was disguised as pink. Right. Right. Disguised with pink, but really it's a
0: commentary on the patriarchy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To bring a little bit of levity, some other girlhood things. Um... Can we talk about truth or dare? Can we talk about sitting, the lights are out at the sleepover, everyone's in their sleeping bags? Well, my friends, we always play truth or truth because we very quickly learned that when we were at this point in the sleepover, we weren't getting up to do a dare. (laughs) Fair. So we play truth or truth and we'd be like, who's your crush? Who's your crush? It would always start as who's your crush and it would escalate to... What's your biggest fear? How do you how do you think is the worst way to die?
1: Oh my god! How old were you having these conversations? Oh, like middle
0: school. Okay, yeah, that's that makes sense.
1: I remember at sleepovers, we would the we being very popular, specifically oh. we
0: singing games. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think those were at my sleepovers. Also, trampolines. Trampolines. If you had a trampoline, you were a cool kid.
1: Yeah, hanging out on the trampoline. The feeling of
0: laying on the trampoline. In the fall, Mm-hmm. putting on your little limited two swimsuit and going to swim in someone's backyard pool.
1: I never had a backyard pool or any friends with a backyard pool. Oh,
0: that's I a know. Shame. I never had a backyard pool, but I I I knew people who did. But I feel like just I going to like the neighborhood pool. Going to the neighborhood pool. Um, the first day of school. I was literally thinking about that. The Getting first day of school, school supplies.
1: You're saying the words too quick before they come out of my mouth. Getting your school supplies, organizing your school supplies, putting them in your new little backpack.
0: Mm -hmm. This
1: is like elementary school, I feel like, when it's the most, like, girlhood. Yes.
0: When school's still, like, fun. When it's middle school, though, decorating your locker. (gasps) Getting those little locker shelves? Yes, like with the cubbies and the whiteboard. Yes. Or decorating your friend's lockers for their birthdays. Did y'all do that? No. Oh, our school, that was, like, a huge thing where, like, everyone... The Friends of the Birthday Girl would all mm-hmm. get there at 7 a.m. sharp with wrapping paper. You would you would type up things on like Word and print them out and tape them all over. You'd print out pictures of like her favorite food and like her favorite TV show and things like that and tape it all over. And you would always, the pivotal piece, was getting one of those birthday cards that sang. And you would tape it inside the locker so that when she opened her locker, it would sing. And How'd you get in her locker? Well, you'd always be like, hey a week before her birthday. Hey, what's your locker code? And she'd be like, "Oh, like why do you need to know?" And it was always this little cat and mouse game. And then there was always somebody, whoever like it was like kind of like almost like bridesmaids and maid of honor cuz somebody was the maid of honor, whoever that girl's best friend was, got the locker code, got the wrapping paper, got the card. Everyone else printed out the stuff from clip art. You all corroborated at her locker. Oh, I was joyous. Wow. Uh, we didn't do that, but I, I wish we did. I wish I had a locker to decorate for you.
1: I I wish, there are a lot of things I wish. Mm-hmm. I wish I wish I still had a locker.
0: Yeah. Maybe you can have one at your new school. Maybe. Um. Okay, I know you weren't American girly, but maybe there's something equivalent. But I know when the American Girl magazine would come and it was like three popsicles to make this summer, I, w- I would eat that up. <laughs> Did you ever get any magazines? We got like sci- the Science Magazine, mm. which wasn't as exciting, it
1: sounds like, as the American yeah. Girl Magazine. But also, just like, I feel like, I mean, this summer is girl summer, but honestly, every summer is girl. Yeah. That's just that. But I feel like any kind of like summer, like, treat or activity like that was so girlhood. Like, making mm.
0: popsicles. Lemonade stand. Lemonade stand. Yeah, and, like, being like, wait, I'm actually changing the world. I'm right an now. entrepreneur. Like, I have started a business where it's gonna spread. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, getting any sort of, like, catalog and going through and circling the things you wanted. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that was always fun. Um, this one we've been doing lately. Just staying up late reading a book. Staying up late reading a book. Absolutely, we've been doing that. We've been doing that a lot lately. Like okay, the feeling of like staying up late and reading a book, and then like you finish it, and the next morning you get to go bring it to the library and bring home new books. Mm. That's a great feeling. Yeah, that's girlhood. Trying to think about what else is specifically girlhood. Chewing on Polly Pocket clothes. Nope, that's just you. It's actually not just me. There's a whole online community. (laughs) (laughs) I never chewed on a Polly Pocket clothes. (laughs) That that is. You're actually in the minority. I You're going to find out. You're going to find out soon enough.
1: I can't wait to know the truth about society. Mm-hmm. Choosing a toy at the store. <laughs> to me. I don't know this one. Oh my gosh. Like going... Well, did you like Barbie? Were you a Barbie girl? Sometimes. I remember going to the Kmart and there was the girl aisle and the boy aisle and the main country would go our separate ways. And just looking at all of the different Barbies, their little outfits, and
0: choosing what little item I wanted I when I could get that. one item. I like that. But there's just such a feeling of girlhood. Yeah. That's, it's it's a shame that not everyone gets to experience I it. I agree. Um, something else that I'd like to speak on, which isn't directly related to girlhood,
1: but in some ways maybe it could be, and that's really just an update from our last episode in regards to our plumbing, mm. because we experienced girl hate. We did. We did. Um, Just as an update, because the last time that we spoke... Were we not... We weren't using our toilet the last time we spoke. No, nothing had happened yet. (gasps) It was still working. And then, then like, two days later, it stopped working again. Our toilet stopped working again. We sent a threatening email, which is scary for girls to do sometimes. They came out with an industrial plumber, Mm -hmm. used that. But what was really dehumanizing is... They told us we should probably invest it in a like, okay. plumber.
0: What they had was a or snake. Or plunger, plunger. A snake. They had like an eight foot long metal snake that you, you You put it down that hole and you crank it. It was taller than the man who came to use it. Yes. And, who was wielding it. And then he, as he was leaving, looking exhausted from because his work he, was he just in there put it for in, a minute. He said, y'all might want to consider <laughs> investing in one of these. Which was so dehumanizing. Because it was not our fault. It was your pipe's.
1: But they were blaming us. Mm -hmm. And then we later, then he said, since we don't know for sure, we won't charge you this time. But then we later received an email from an ominous man, subject line, toilet clog. (laughs) Content, also, we're not going to charge you this time. But next time, we will. Be
0: born. Yeah. And I won't be paying. Sorry. No. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a wild ride. But now we can finally use our toilet again. For now. you. goodness. Okay, our awkward this week are jobs I'd like at the World Cup. Because it's World Cup season. It's World Cup season. To um, start it off commentator, I would love to, as we know, give me a mic and yeah. I'll run. The current
1: commentators are not up to par for me. Sorry, I'll say it. Maybe you're great people, but
0: I don't like the way they're commenting. mm I could do better, and I could bring a sense of... Joy and childlike wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, snack prepper, I want to like slice Cut those the oranges apples. and be standing on the sidelines. Here you go, girls. Yeah. Here you go. Fuel yeah. up. Fuel yeah. up. I would love that. I have, of course, starting player. No, and it, it's there's remorse that you're not already.
1: Put me in coach. Mm-hmm. And then additionally, trophy protector. You'd be good at that one. I want to stand guard of the cup. Yeah. Make sure that no one's getting their grimy little hands on it. Yeah. Until it goes to the winning team.
0: Due time. Yeah. Yeah. Schedule coordinator. Oh God, would that be fun? You have all these teams. You got to figure out who's playing, who, when, where, what time do they need to get there, um, what they're gonna do on their days off, who can practice on what field at what time, who's staying in what hotel, what bus is gonna come to the hotel and bring them to the field. Oh What a nightmare. I'd love to orchestrate. <laughs> And finally, head coach. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I could tell them, hey, kick it harder. Kick it harder. Get Get up there so she has someone to pass to. Yeah.
1: That's what I'm really saying these days. Mm -hmm. Where is the team?
0: Actually, do you know Tobin Heath? No. She used to play for the women's national team, and now she's retired. But she does, like, an after-show recap, and she basically, I haven't listened to the whole thing, but I've seen basically enough TikTok clips. She solved almost all the national team's problems in one hour last week. And I hope, I hope they're going to hear that somehow through their coach because every little thing that like the Netherlands was doing to like gain on us, she said, here's how you prevent this. Oh my God. They need to. So put her in coach. Internalize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, update, my new favorite national team player is um, Trinity Rodman. Trinity, if you're listening, I really want to be best friends. <laughs> you seem so cool.
1: And also, Trinity, if you're listening, can we can we not chew any more gum on the field?
0: It's stressing hey, out. Hey, it's working for her.
1: I know, but I'm just, I'm worried about the day that she chokes. No, I
0: know. But you can swallow gum. Yeah, but you could still choke. Oh. Choking hazard is not something to joke about. No, it's not. And also, Trinity, if you're listening, do you want to be on the pod or any of the other teammates. Imagine if we interviewed the women's national team. A round table. Round table. Tell all. Tell all. And just hang out. Yeah. Let's just do it. Yeah. Um, Slays and Dismays.
1: Slays and
0: Dismays. Okay, I'm gonna start with my dismay,
1: which is my encumberment. Yes. Um, for those of you who listened to the last episode, I'm currently encumbered. What this means for me is that My job is up in the air. It has been up in the air. Um, When I first got that threatening email from the Chicago Public Schools, I said, OMG, this is some scary information, but I don't really understand what it means. Come to learn, according to them, allegedly, I don't have the proper qualifications for the job that I was offered. That's hearsay. That's all hearsay. Mm -hmm. Not to not too much on it. Not to get into the politics of it. But I would just like to say nobody else out here is wanting a middle school teaching job. The one girl who does. You've stepped up. I've stepped up to the plate and you're making it so hard for me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm jumping through hoop after hoop, form after form, phone call after phone call. And you know what's so frustrating? is every single time that I make one of these calls, they tell me something new. Why can't you just tell me all of it at once? Nobody need else an info sheet. Nobody else wants my job. Why are you making it so hard for me to get it? Because they're making it hard for themselves. They are. They are. Um, but hand in hand with that stress, my slay is that the head of HR has taken on this task. Thank you, head of HR, for your he, service. He sent my principal an email and said, I will handle it from here. So I think that I will be employed, but this whole week I've been stressed.
0: Oh, I know. My job's
1: been on the line. You've been encumbered. I've been encumbered. And it's
0: been cumbersome.
1: Yes. So that's my slay and my dismay, a two-sided coin.
0: I love that. Um, my dismay is my book's gotten really sad, um, but I'm powering through to finish what I set out to do, which is read that book. What is? Your, tell us about your book. Oh, I've already talked about it on the pod, but A Little Life. I'll let you know again if I recommend. Right now, where my head is at, anticipating what I'm going to think when it's done, is that... It would be an injustice to give it anything less than five stars, but I genuinely do not recommend. Really? Just because right now, it, I, it's like almost, is it a dangerous read? I feel like it's emotionally dangerous to read. Mm-hmm. And that's coming as a girl with a lot of privilege in the sense that I don't have a lot of like trauma.
1: Yeah. Well, it seems like from what I've just like heard about this
0: book is it's like beautifully written it is it's like and there is like there's so many passages where it's just like a really beautiful commentary like on life yeah um and i'm right now in the chapter called the happy years so things are kind of going well yeah but if you have to call the chapter the happy years it's like what's next yeah because you were
1: sobbing the other day bawling like sobbing and the book wasn't even halfway done
0: like and it was i shudder to think (laughs) but my slay is my new awala
1: yeah, it's stunning. For those of you who are listening, it is kind of it's all kind of like muted colors, it's like pastel. Color.
0: So first of all, she's thirty two ounces. The mm-hmm. body of her is this muted, like muted mauve, like mm-hmm. it's kind of a toppy pink. Mm-hmm. And then her band color is this tan. This tan, this like yeah, I would say yeah, like literally the color of sand. Yeah, and then her bottle color is this peach apricot with this periwinkle lid mm-hmm. the muted mauve back on the handle carrier and then a magenta for the button yeah she's gorgeous I didn't mean to get her I think she's like some special line because she was more than the others and I didn't know until I got to check out but I love her and she's making me hydrated and I just love a lot yeah yeah that's all that's all folks um hey thanks for thanks for tuning
1: in